You're listening to COVID Tinted Glasses with Georgina. I'll be speaking to people from all around the world about their unique experiences of the pandemic. The good, the bad, the beautiful and the downright ugly. Covering topics like friendship, family, travel, work, mental health and finding love. If you'd like to join me for a chat, then get in touch at Georgina underscore podcast at outlook.com. Welcome to COVID Tinted Glasses. I'm Georgina and joining me is Amber Brutzi, artist and university student at the University of Northumbria. Welcome, Amber. Hi, thanks for having me. It's great to have you. So you're on holiday at the moment. Yeah, I'm at, back at home um, for the Easter break. I'll be going back to uni this Sunday. Um, but yeah, it's just been really nice to have a change of scenery, um, see my family, see my friends, see the dog. So yeah, it's just been really nice to be back. So when did you actually start at university? Was it during the pandemic? Yeah, so I started last yeah. September. And um, so there were restrictions still, but they were eased at that time. Um, so it made it a lot easier to go to uni because obviously you could still go out to the pubs and everything. Um, but now I've only got about three or four weeks until the end of my first year. So, yeah. So that must be very strange. But in fact, you so did you have a normal freshers week as as normal universities as normal university students have? No, definitely not. I mean, I didn't go to uni thinking that it was going to be exactly the same because I knew what I was getting myself in for. I knew that there's pandemic going on. But um yeah, it definitely wasn't like how my family or friends had described when they went to uni, because when you go, there were restrictions like you only six people are allowed to sit on a table. You, they had to be people you lived with or um, or I think so, there was one time where we could sit with people from different households. But it's really difficult to meet new people, especially in the first week. Um, and kind of if you don't get on with your flatmates you don't have a lot of choice with who you're going to go out with. So it was um, very difficult. And obviously with having to go home at 10 o'clock at night, it wasn't the nightlife that Newcastle was really promised. Um, But yeah, I am lucky to have made friends at uni. It was just very difficult at the start to try and push yourself to meet new people because it was basically impossible. Yeah, it must have been very, very difficult. And in fact, you were actually on the news in your freshers week, weren't you? Yeah. And <laughs> um, so it, that was actually the first night I had ever gone out. So it was quite overwhelming because I had just met the people that I was with, um, obviously that day, morning, whatever. Um, and so we all were at the pub and uh, this film crew came over and they basically were just asking if they could interview us about um, how we were finding freshers. And obviously, because it was our first night, it was difficult because we didn't really know what to say. Um, and I think we were all a bit awkward because we didn't really know each other very well. But um, yeah, I, I at least uh, got some footage of me on the news, which is quite cool. Yeah, no, I bet. <laughs> and um, how was it actually studying up there during uh, the pandemic? Did you actually get much face-to-face le- uh, lecturing or, or lessons? Well, unfortunately, I've never actually gone in to the uni I've never been um to my studios I've never met anyone in person haven't met lecturers or people on my course because there was the first couple weeks um we were 
actually allowed to go in I was having to isolate so I didn't get the chance to go in and meet anyone which was really difficult because to this day I still haven't met anyone on my course in person I just see them online um obviously when we have our seminars and stuff like that so because my course is such a hands-on course like graphic design you're used to sitting down in a studio with people around you bouncing ideas off each other and just using all your brains together but I haven't had that and being alone it's completely different when you're alone in your uni accommodation have no one really to talk to you about your work it is quite difficult and it did take quite a long time for me to get the hang of things um I definitely think that next year when I do meet people on my course hopefully um I'll get the chance to have normal normality back and be able to talk to them and bounce ideas off of but it has been quite difficult yeah did you manage to do brainstorming in big Zoom sessions or just not not, not at all? Well, we have uh, seminars. So basically what they are is we present the work that we do and then people give feedback. But it's mainly because I think the lecturers and tutors know the struggles we're going through. We don't know anyone on our course. At the moment, it's difficult to give feedback on other people's work when we're still trying to figure out like what to do, what not to do. So um, they give feedback, but mainly what happens is they'll give us a brief, they'll send us off, we'll do our work and come back. But we do have um, like WhatsApp groups and Facebook groups, which we chat on if anyone needs help. So yeah, I think everyone's going through the same thing, to be honest. Do you think they're marking it with that in mind or just as normal? Well, I think my tutors and lecturers understand what we're going through. They do offer one-to-one sessions if we need any help or we can email them and they will respond very quick. So they're definitely very supportive in that way. Um, But at the end of the day, it doesn't change the fact that what we need is to be inside a studio. We need all the like tech that we're used to using. So um yeah it hasn't been ideal no so tech technology wise you mean like computers and uh yeah like um my course is very well we use um software like illustrator indesign sometimes photoshop um so i was expecting obviously to go into these massive um mac suite labs where they've got loads of um laptops they've got all the software you need and you can just sit in there whenever you want. Um, so it, it for me, at the beginning of term, I didn't have a laptop and mm. I just had my iPad. So I didn't have the software that I needed. They eventually gave us um, like access to the software, which definitely helped. But um, yeah, it was... Then it, you had it, to buy the laptop. Yeah, I had to, yeah, I had to go and get a laptop. But, but um, I bought some help through the university to get that um but yeah it it wasn't ideal <laughs> at all to be honest at the beginning no that sounds really crazy and there was a time uh, wasn't there where you were actually on your own in your accommodation when mm-hmm. um I think the restrictions got higher and people decided to go home rather than stay at university so you actually were alone in a new city yeah. in your first term at university yeah um, like it was really difficult because um as I said it's hard when you don't know a lot of people um I think it's difficult to go to uni 
in any year, let alone um, my circumstance. But it definitely made it difficult because I didn't have lots of people that I could reach out to. Like I said, you're, you're always surrounded by your flatmates. So when they're gone, you're like, oh, gosh, who do I talk to? Um, and it was really difficult. And I think a lot of people that I know felt the same way especially with having to self-isolate. I had to do that a couple of times. Um, and yeah, it, it was really difficult. But what helped was I actually knew someone already. My boyfriend was in Newcastle. So that was a huge help just to know that I knew one extra person really does change like everything. Um, so I had him that I could talk to and there were other, I met friends through him. But yeah, it was really difficult living alone because it's kind of scary in a way. That you just, yeah. Yeah. And there were horrible kind of stories on the news about how people weren't getting enough food and, you know, mm. students writing help in the windows and stuff like that. So when you were self-isolating, could you get enough, you know, food or did people come help you help you or, you know? Yeah. And um, so I think some accommodations do it differently. But with my accommodation, what you would do is um, you would let the uni know that you're self-isolating. And then you'd, we had a reception at the bottom of the accommodation and they would, we would place uh, food shop orders and like a delivery van would come and drop it off at reception and reception would then drop it outside your room or your, or not your room, outside your flat. And um, yeah, I mean, it's difficult because there was, after Freshers Week, there was a time where a lot of people were having to self-isolate. Most of my accommodation were in isolation. And it was high demand, obviously, and there's only one or two people in reception, so it's difficult for them to have to go to every single flat. There's loads in my accommodation. So I didn't struggle with not having food. It was more the fact that it's just you can't even all you do is walk to your front door grab the bags and bring them in there's there's no exercise obviously there's no um like social interaction you just feel very alone yeah that's really hard especially when you're you know your first time away from home because how how old are you sorry to ask that's very yeah rude. no I'm uh, I'm 19 now I was 18 when I first went to uni but I've turned 19. yeah so you're still quite young. Well, obviously we're all young. Uh-huh. <laughs> 18 is, you know, it's very young, your first time away from home. So how did you cope with that? Did you have any strategies or did anyone give you any advice? Well, I think a huge thing for me, definitely when I was um, for, at the beginning and I was getting in the, the swing of things at my course, I would genuinely just FaceTime my sister all the time I think about probably about five times a day just just to have a quick five minute chat um that was a huge thing I don't know what I would have done if I didn't FaceTime my sister um and yeah just I had lots of family zoom calls where we did quizzes I wanted to keep myself busy I kind of um tried to do a few like home workouts um as well to try and lift my mood um but also I think art in general is definitely a, a, like a release for me I think it's definitely something that I enjoy doing and it it keeps me occupied so I had that I had loads of art to do and loads of work to do so uh, that definitely helped as well because whilst you are studying graphic design you actually are a you're an artist as well aren't you because that painting behind you one that you've done yeah this is well I did, actually did this in year 10 so quite a while ago quite a few years ago um but yeah so I did fine art for 
um, A-level and photography for A-level. Um, so, yeah, I've always lo- loved art, loved creating things. And um, I have had a few commissions in the past, which has been great. But I definitely wanted to get into graphic design as a more of commercial route for jobs and um, just design industries at the moment. So, yeah. And you also studied philosophy um ethics which sounds incredible Mm -hmm. did any of that kind of help to cope with this crazy new world we're living in well I think I was I was really interested in philosophy and ethics and when I left school it was a really difficult time for me because I didn't get to do my A-levels I kind of felt like someone else was choosing what I was going to get given for me when I hadn't even done it myself um but I definitely think philosophy and ethics helped me with potentially some of my artworks because I had things that I like to relate to and um, the meanings behind a lot of my stuff has something to do with philosophy and ethics. So, yeah, I mean, um, I did love philosophy and ethics, but I've always definitely had um, more of a love for art than philosophy and ethics. Uh, That's something else to talk about. So you were in your last year of your A-levels at school and um, I think you probably thought you would be doing exams or, you know, finishing uh, in a normal way until March last year and then suddenly everything changed quite dramatically and yeah. it didn't change it wasn't clear what was going to happen was it initially mm. it took quite a long time for them to work it out can you talk us through that process yeah so we knew obviously because on the news we had heard about the pandemic so we knew something was coming a lot of people thought that it wouldn't affect us and I didn't really know what to believe half the time I didn't know how like severe it was going to be um and actually there was times leading up towards the end of term or in March um we had days where only like a couple years in the school would come in and we'd take it in turns if you have a day off or day on um so I definitely knew something was um about to happen but we actually only had less than 24 hours notice um that we that the next day we were going to school was going to be the last day and so that I think for my whole year really shook us because like it was very emotional it was really difficult and we didn't get to have a proper send-off because we because normally on a leaders day you have like a big ceremony and stuff like that so um like within that those 24 hours we were creating loads of group chats we were emailing school saying we need to have some sort of like goodbye because if we I've been to the same school for seven years so um I definitely wanted that um as the same as all the other years have had but another big thing about leaving school was um for the art department a huge thing is having this um massive art exhibition to showcase all of your art throughout the years and you have your family and your friends to come and you have nibbles and wine it's quite like a big experience and for seven years I had really hoped to do that so I was disappointed that I didn't get to do that big showcase and so I think leaving school was definitely the hardest part of this all because it was just a very big shock to everyone. But that, that being said, I do think I was very lucky um, with the grades that I've been given, the grades that I was predicted, because I know plenty of people that unfortunately weren't um, predicted to very good grades and they didn't get into the universities they wanted to um, X, Y, Z. So I do feel lucky in that sense that I did. I came out of sick form having the grades that I wanted but it was even weirder in a way wasn't it because not only did you have to you know finish school early all in you know 
finished going to into school early, but you also we then went into an extreme lockdown. So you then couldn't see any of your friends or your boyfriend or or anything. Yeah. So yeah, it was really yeah, it was really strange. Um, I yeah, it was really weird. And also going from no social interaction at all for, for months and months and months to then being pushed to well not pushed but you're going you're pushed into like a social interaction environment in uni it's really difficult because I definitely found it very I was very anxious going to uni because I hadn't really spent a lot of time with people outside my family um so yeah it was really it was really weird but I with it when the when the restrictions eased there were times I could go on socially distance walks with um, my boyfriend or my friends um and that was a huge boost to my um, mental health because just to see people, I think I'm very extroverted. I'm, I love being around lots of people. So, yeah, it was really nice to be able to see them. And then also, I suppose, having you all in the house together, I just want, because you've got quite a big family, there's three, three of you kids, yeah. three parents and, uh, and a dog. Um, yeah. I think it's enormous, but actually isn't because Rudy my dog is now bigger and the same size oh, wow. um, so um having you all living together all on the internet at the same time that must have been quite tricky as well during you know the extreme lockdown yeah it definitely was because obviously um both I mean my mum's a teacher my stepdad's working constantly upstairs my sister's working constantly online so they really did and also my brother was doing schoolwork so they were all needing wi-fi um but because I wasn't doing exams because I had basically finished school I wasn't um needing to use online but I do know that all of them really struggled with our Mm. wi-fi connection and we don't have very good wi-fi anyway let alone when everyone's on it so yeah it was it was quite stressful but I think we got some sort of boost to try and make the wi-fi better so that helped that helped so um what are the what are the are there, is there anything you're concerned about in the future going into your second year of university? I know you haven't really finished the first year yet, but is there anything you're worried about? Um, I'd say there's lots of things that I'm worried about, but I think that's just me as a person. I just constantly worry about things that are probably not going to happen. But the one thing I think is big is I always online um, when terms started or whatever. I'm constantly presenting my work online and I think obviously I'm going to have to do that in person at some point I'm going to have to do it in front of a whole class of people a whole bunch of people and I'm used to just doing it online and then after five ten minutes of me presenting I can switch off my computer and relax whereas obviously it's very different in person and I think again not having the normality of seeing people all the time that's definitely going to be a big um worry of mine because obviously I want to make more friends I want to meet new people like like-minded people like me um so I think a huge thing is is presenting um and just trying to find some more friends because I think also at uni a huge um a huge bunch of your friends normally are from your course and because I haven't had that opportunity I feel like there's quite a lot of pressure for me to meet people and make friends and I suppose we should also mention, I mean, you're at uni up in Newcastle, but you actually live near, near Harpenden, so it's quite a long way away. So when you're up there, it's not like and your sister can kind of just pop on up for a night out. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure she will, but it's, it's quite <laughs> far away. Um, yeah, very far away. And then the other thing I was thinking, when you were in your first year at uni, 
um, you end up having to choose your second year's accommodation like really early on. So that must have been really stressful because you hadn't met anyone and you didn't know what you were going to do when you were in the middle of a pandemic. You know, how, yeah. how did that go? Well, yeah, that was a huge thing. Everyone seemed to have loads of, uh, from my point of view, I thought everyone had loads of friends within the first few weeks. And I was thinking, how's everyone doing this? Like, I don't understand. Um, for me, I made friends through uh, my boyfriend. I met his flatmates that were girls and um, I really got along with them. I really got, got along with some other people from my accommodation. And um, so I I was I was thinking all the people that I knew, I was asking them what they were doing. And I, it just seemed that everyone had sort of figured out what they were doing. They had already put deposits down on houses houses were going within five minutes every like all the time so it was really stressful and I kind of felt that I would have loved to have a really huge house with loads of people that I knew but um I'm actually moving with three other girls um next year which I am really excited about we get on so well and they're really lovely people um but yeah it was just quite stressful and we were looking at so many houses and we would call them up after reviewing and want to put a deposit down they'd be gone so um yeah it was it was win also I think um I also have friends from home that are at uni I thought that they were making loads of friends off social media I thought I was the only one that didn't have like a million friends but really when I talk to them now they're going through the exact same thing as me it's just um they just have more people in their flat or they've just met new people so yeah it's I think everyone's going through the same thing I think social media is um, has benefits, but it also has massive downfalls as well. And I think that's one of the things it makes. It does make everyone feel like they don't they're not living the life that everyone else is. Um, I mean, and and I must say, Amber, the first year at university is stressful anyway. But in a pandemic, I think you've done absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like, really, Thank really you. should be very, very proud. Um, and then I uh, just uh, a few more questions. Mm-hmm. Um, if you could talk to yourself now. Uh, you know, go back to March last year, what advice would you give yourself? Oh, that's a good question. I think I would tell myself that everything's going to be okay. Because I think in March last year, I was freaking out. I had no idea what was going to happen. I didn't understand. I was just confused and just angry at the world. Um, So I think I would just tell myself, A, to relax, B, that everything's going to be okay. And probably to just put yourself out there like you're like I just tell myself be confident be yourself um and also don't compare yourself to anyone else because that's really difficult as well (laughs) (laughs) all things we all do as well so yeah Yeah. if you learn that now you'll be um in good stead for later on and then um one more uh, question what is the one thing that you will do once all the restrictions are lifted what's the one thing the first thing you're gonna do oh the first thing well me being in Newcastle I'll probably well I'll definitely be going to a nightclub dancing all night getting really really drunk but um because obviously even because we're allowed to sit down in clubs but we're not allowed to stand up or dance or anything like that so it'd be really nice to just dance in the club with my friends just Um, crazy you're allowed to go there and sit down and you're yeah yeah Yeah, I I suppose it's lucky you're allowed to go there in the first place but that just seems crazy yeah yeah 
yeah I mean it was it was really weird like as soon as a song comes on that you love and you start dancing massive bouncers will come over to you and be like oi sit down stop dancing and oh okay so yeah so you know at the beginning of the pandemic everyone bought a lot of toilet roll was there anything that you stripped oh uh or were concerned about and tried to make yourself uh well I'm not really sure I mean my my family were definitely against the whole buying loads of things like buying multiple like toilet roll or whatever and because obviously everyone was struggling with that but um I don't know did I buy anything Uh, I feel like actually during the first lockdown I all I did because I wasn't really allowed to be on wi-fi all I did was paint 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 and I painted all day so I think I bought a lot of paint and a lot of canvases new brushes I remember I was obsessed with like new art supplies so I definitely bought a lot of them um but yeah I can't really think of something that I uh no but that's interesting because you were basically the only one that didn't need the wi-fi so you were like you're not having any so your wi-fi supply was cut off so instead you did artwork so that's fantastic Amber thank you so much for being on I've really appreciated it enjoy your last three or four weeks back up at university I think you'll do really well and hope to see you over the summer one last thing before we go where can people see your art oh um well I have an art Instagram and it's um at amberbrutzi.art and I put all my commissions up there all my artwork some of my a-level stuff so yeah I want to go check that out. <laughs> well, I'll put it in the comments as well. So thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for having me. Oh, do you know what? Normally, I mean, I just top and tail it because I don't really edit out anything in the middle. So right. um, 